How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Time now for Ken and Curtis with Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. Curtis, that hurts to read the Red Sox Network uh, top hour. After yesterday, the baseball, pretty good baseball day one of the uh, postseason. I have to say, loved it. It was excellent. The uh, the two teams I most wanted to win won because you got Francona. I don't know how you don't root for Francona. Mm-hmm. Just the best. And then my my team, the Phils. I thought you were going to say the Mets. <clears throat> no, Dombrowski and Schwartz <laughs> dominating, getting into uh, one win away from the American League Divisional Series, you know, why do you, why would we want a guy that's sole job is to win now? I mean, let's win five years from now. I well, think that's, that's a great Well, that's Bloom screwed up, and Schwarbs should have been here. That's what I'm coming back to. Don't blame so Red Sox ownership, okay? This week, it was the whole narrative they didn't show up at the press conference. Baloney. They pay the money. Every year, they spend the money. They give Bloom a big check. They went over the luxury tax threshold. And all you want to do is rip Henry for not showing up. Why should he show up? Put Bloom on the hot seat. He's the guy that had money to sign Schwarber, didn't get it done, never called the guy. You think Henry didn't want Schwarber? Of course he did. He'd be fine with that. Okay, so who hired Heim Bloom? Yes, to a point, you hire the guy to do the job. And if he doesn't do the job, outski. Like we're considering firing you from the morning show. Job is not getting done. We're going to put Jackson in there. I know, Jackson on your heels. <laughs> okay, good. God bless him. <laughs> Uh, I love Jackson, and I love you, despite the fact that you use this as, like, your grievance filing day of the week. But um, the, the situation... Well, I get to talk once a week. I you, know. You ripped yeah. on the owners all week. Here we go. I, I ripped on them yesterday because John Henry pops off the yacht the second they beat the Rays in the divisional round last year. Hasn't be, been seen since. He's he been was seen since. He talked to Alex Spear midseason. Okay, I don't know how the Globe got that exclusive, but... Uh, Yesterday, or two, uh, Shaughnessy tweeted out a picture because I don't get the globe anymore of Heim Bloom next to John Henry at Fenway Park during the last series of the season. Yeah, so he was in town. Yes, but just couldn't make time to sit in front of the media. Well, again, why should he? What does he have to answer for? He's always done that. That's part of it. Wick Grosbeck, when the Celtics lose, sits in front of the media with Brad Stevens and whomever else and discusses what went right, what went wrong. You, you can't be the owner when things are good and disappear when they're bad. Leadership is, you know, you know my favorite quote from JFK? Victory has a thousand fathers. Death and defeat are an orphan. Well, John Henry has been a pretty good leader. He's won four titles. Wick has won one. And Wick has to do a lot more than John Henry does these days. John Henry has written the check, 
for a decade plus. He's gotten some results. He's gotten a lot of last place finishes. Uh, they, they, they had their worst attendance season in the stewardship of the Henry Warner era as owners of the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, and he came by to put the heat on Heim Bloom because he's not getting the job done. So that's why he came by. And he's not going to sit up there and take questions from you and the Hoy Polloi. He's going to let Bloom face the fire, which he should. He didn't sign the right guys. Trevor Story, disaster. James Paxton, disaster. Where was the bullpen? Do you Missed be- a bunch of arms all year that he could have been in on, said he was in on, wasn't in on, didn't get the job done. Do you feel that John Henry agreed with Sam Kennedy last year when Sam went on the radio and said that that year validated their plan with Bloom? I don't think they t- chatted about that before Sam came on. So you think John Henry disagreed with that when he was celebrating the series victory with, over the Rays? I, I think he's fine with the general plan. I'm going to give you top five money in baseball to spend. You do with it what you no will. No restrictions on long-term deals. I think they have restrictions, yes. I think so, they have a philosophy that they're not going to sign old guys for long-term deals. No, no, not old guys. Talented guys. Mm, yeah, talented for a year or two, and then they get loaded on the back end, which so you, I agree with, So you think Henry wanted four years and $90 million for Schwarber? I think if they would have signed Schwarber, how old Schwarber? I don't yes, know. I think he'd have been fine with that. If, okay. if that's what Bloom came to him and said we want. But, but this is part of the Bloom philosophy. Don't you think Bloom is opposed? He, he was on with you guys on the Greg Hill show and said, we don't want guys hitting 211. He took a shot at his average, right? Uh, and Schwarber's 29, and he did take a shot at the batting average when I asked about why not. Because my question to Haim was, this was a situation where it didn't impact the long-term health of the organization. You had a guy which Haim and Sam and everybody over there preaches was able to play in Boston, thrived here, enjoyed it here, and you didn't have a first baseman as a backup plan that was in, in any way feasible. Right. You entered the season without a closer and a first baseman. Well, they hoped Bobby Dahlbeck would be the first baseman and right. it blew up on their face. And I hope Jackson wins the Nobel <laughs> Peace Prize. But it's not going to happen. So it's it's kind of a situation where I agree to a point, Ken, that if I were John Henry, I would employ that same standard. I would say, okay, you you meatheads got us in this position. Go answer right. for it. I mean, true or false, has he spent money? Oh, of course. They've always spent money. I've never said the Red Sox don't spend money. I what said else do you want from an owner? To not be risk-averse. To not become afraid to go to the table and put your chips in because of fear of having a similar mistake as you had in the past. You're not going to win this way you're not if you believe in Heim so then your point this morning Ken is Heim can't cannot find talent doesn't know how to evaluate players under his control he had a bad year yet you you think that Heim someone who could not evaluate his own talent at the major league level is going to be able to find and, and discover talent in single A or high A or in college that can then four years down well, the road That's what he perform? likes. He has said that. He gets a kick out of finding the needle in the haystack. Great. No, he was hired Johnny by Johnny Leverage Hen- Schreiber. Great. That's your. That's his calling card this year. No, Heim was hired by Eight Henry. Mile. Heim was hired by Henry because Henry and Heim love finding the needle in the haystack. That's what they're looking for. They're looking to avoid having to spend big money. John Henry does not care about this team's championships. He cares about this team being a viable, profitable organization without needing as much meddling as he's had to do in the past. That's why Heim Bloom is here. Well, they gave Trevor Story how much money? $25 million a year? $120 million. Okay, that's a lot of money. Over six years. Yeah, okay. But twenty-five. he he's, wrote a check for $25 million for a player that was a non-factor this year. Because they reacted to the media. Well, that, he, he whatever, didn't, he but didn't you're solve saying, a need. You're, well, that was a need. No, that was only done because they hadn't done anything. They were getting crap, and they leveraged Bogarts by it. That well, was the point of it. Well, that wasn't Henry saying, hey, I demand you spend $25 million on this guy because he's a shiny toy. 
It, so you that think was Bloom. Bloom was wanting to sign that yes, deal? Yes, as, oh. as leverage for Bogarts, which okay. now he's got egg on his face for doubly because now they're, they're all over themselves to get out through Sean McAdam that they've been talking to Bogarts already. Great, big deal. Get, get the deal done, but they have no leverage there. They're well, going to sign Bogarts st- for more money than it would have cost them last year do to get you the think, deal done. Do you think Heim is talking to Sean McAdam at the bleacher bar, or do you think that's an ownership leak? I think that's blue. You think yes. blue? What? Yes, and Sam Kennedy. Is it how they pass over Bradfeld? They're basically <laughs> brothers. Well, that's like state media there. I mean, what what a better way to get it out? State media, Boston Sports Journal? Yes. Sean this McAdam is, is, is as pro Red Sox as it gets. I like Sean. He does okay. a good job. You can't call another entity state media when we're paying the organization millions of dollars. Yeah, but we're critical of them when need be. I agree. Look at this show. Th- there's no holds barred this morning. <clears throat> I agree. 617-779-7937. I can't believe we're talking Sox. Um. <laughs> what, what, uh, this is, I think this is a big issue. It, it's all part of an ownership theme I would like to start with this morning. Okay. And we'll get to Kraft in a second because that is fascinating what is going on to steal our man Jerry's word. <laughs> Fascinating what is going on with Kraft over the first four weeks of the year. But go ahead. Uh, I do not believe that Dan Shaw, I mean, that uh, that Heim Bloom and, and McAdam, maybe they are, maybe they're buddies, but that strikes me as a Sam Kennedy situation where back off us, you're not supposed to announce any signings between now and the conclusion of the World Series. Yep. So, well, he's their player. Right. But you're not, no, even that, you're not supposed to take away news from the games that are ongoing. So that's it's an unwritten rule in baseball. It's not a big deal. Alex Rodriguez in 2007. You should write a book on the unwritten rules. Well, it's true. I remember Peter selling. Gammons going off about A-Rod when the Red Sox and Rockies were in the World Series saying, this is a guy who will never have a big hit in the World Series trying to make a splash with his own story. I remember it vividly. <laughs> so, um, anyway. Well, but in this case, I could see both Kennedy and Bloom wanting to get the word. I mean, obviously, they're trying to spin the PR narrative positive that we are talking to Bogarts, we're going to bring him back. And let me just make this very clear to every owner, and the Red Sox, we're talking about them right now. People don't give a damn about the spin. The Red Sox fan is here. Last year at this time, the Red Sox dominated the city of Boston. They were hot as hell. They were great. They were back to a point that I hadn't seen, even including the 18 World Series run. There was just people were back in, and people were doubting the Red Sox fan that they cared, and there was kind of this brash attitude of the baseball people in Boston that they came out and and were great. It was an awesome run. It was totally unexpected. It was great. And they'll be there again if the team's good. Don't waste your time telling us that things are going well when they're not or that things are close when they're not. Generally, I agree with that, but what are they going to do? I mean, they have a press conference. They have to say something. But this wasn't part of the press conference. This was after the press conference. It was all part of the general... But that's my point. If if you really want to talk about that, then put your name behind it. I mean, they did say at the press conference that they want to build around Xander and, you know, they hope to have him back and they talked about Devers. So they have mentioned their names in such a way where if they don't sign them, they have egg on their face. The most interesting thing with the Red Sox this week, we haven't even gotten to it. It has nothing to do with the O. It has to do with Alex Cora and what he said to Merloni Fourier and Mago. Because when he talked about sort of conditions about what he needs, that he's got two young children, twins that are five. Well, I, he wants to be a front office guy. I think he wants more control from Bloom. Whatever it is, he doesn't want status quo. You don't make those comments yeah. unless you know you have some leverage over the organization and you're in the bit of a, of a power struggle with the person making the final decision. Nick, see if you can find that cut from MFM this week with Cora. Because that, that was, the more you... As you say that, and thinking back on the interview, that was kind of an ear perker. Right, because you're in this every. So you made it clear that this is the sort of dump week where you get whatever you're. After this week, everybody goes on vacation, or everybody goes into their bunkers, and right. we don't hear people will forget about the Red Sox for a while. Right, and in the until front, the winter meetings, and the front right, which I'll be the Greg Hill show will be live 
like I hope so. Hollywood. Where is it ago. this year? Where the uh, we haven't had one in Boise. a couple years, right? <laughs> Great. Um, no, the but th- this is the week where you get everything off your chest before we meet again at the winter meetings. Here's what Cora said to Merloni, Fourier, and Megan. So you don't want to be a general manager anytime soon. <laughs> um, I mean, it's something that, uh, as you guys know, I did before. I did it in obviously on a, a different scale, right? Winter yeah. ball and the WBC. But uh, I think, you know, that's something that always intrigued me. But uh, as of now, you know, this is where I belong. This is my passion. And uh, I really enjoy doing it. I really enjoy talking to you guys every Wednesday during the regular season and and the playoffs. So stuff like this makes it special. Now, But all kidding aside, I love what I do regardless of the results. You know, this has been a very challenging season. We learn a lot. And, uh, and obviously the goal is to make it better next year. Winter meetings, by the way, in San Diego, December fourth through the seventh. So we should definitely go there. Oh, I'm going to be north of there like two weeks later. I could have. I'll just extend my trip. But, I don't really know. And listening back to that, I'm not sure what that means. You think what? That's Cora angling for change. I don't know. I wasn't really listening to the specific <laughs> cut we played. But <laughs> what just... I heard this week, the, what I heard this week was very simple: that he has family back home in Puerto Rico, that he would like to be around. This is a sacrifice that he's making to be here. And that if he's making that sacrifice, it needs to be worth his while because he doesn't want to sit here for a long, protracted rebuild. He doesn't. This past season, in other words, was a waste of his time. Well, what did he think when he was in uh, at Shea Stadium last night watching uh, the meltdown of Scherzer for $43 million? He might have got a text from John Henry. This is why we don't sign guys for this rate at this price. Okay, so does Alex Cora have a ring if not for David Price? Wow, you're you're supporting the David Price signing. This is a I've first said this, on this show. I, I said, also, didn't they give Sale a ton of money? About right. forty three million a season. Right, David Price. I have said I was the. Everybody's on. Like what usually happens is I say something. You're like, oh, you're crazy. Like Brady's going to retire. Ooh, idiot, and then he retires. You've called David Price the worst signing in baseball, baseball history, and Red Sox history. I have said that Chris Sale is a far worse signing than David Price. David Price got the final out of the World Series. Yeah, you or I could. With Machado. It was Manny Machado who went yard yesterday. They were up three games to one, and it was the ninth inning with a two-run lead. That, the, but the more time goes by, I agree with you on Dobrowski. God, but, does but, he like, look great stop, in hindsight. Stop deflecting to 17 different things. You said that Alex Cora is at <laughs> Shea Stadium, and John Henry's texting him, this is why we don't sign pitchers to big money. Alex Cora has a big ring on his finger because of one of those guys. Hmm. It was the Steve Pierce's of the world. Wait, wait, wait. The so, so Chris Sale the had... The astute trade deadline acquisitions. Wait, I know you do this on purpose. So Chris Sale... Nathan Ivaldi. Chris Sale struck out one person yeah. in a game they were winning in the ninth a inning. A $300 million guy. Up three games to one. David Price dominated... Price was good, yes. Dominated the Astros. I, I've not said the Price... I've defended the Price signing. No, I, it's, a, it's a far better signing than Chris Sale. Yeah, I, I mean... But why but, do we kill Sale and, and but, why do we kill Price that's different and, and from, love Sale? Okay, Jacob DeGrom is pitching tonight. Met season on the line. He's going to opt out and be a free agent. He's going to want $50 million a year over three years or something. I don't know. Would you pay I, that? I, I mean, I the Red rather, Sox are not. They're I would not rather DeGrom it. have the money than Steve Cohen. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know why you view things that way. I view the things that, that, that John Henry has enough money to buy a hockey team and now an NBA team. I think he can afford $50 million for Aaron Judge if he wanted to spend the it. The point is, Bloom has plenty of cash. Do a better job with the money. Top five money in baseball the that your owner is giving you. cash attached, Ken. What strings? That you can't go long term for a top flight player. They paid Trevor Story. He's a not lot a of... top flight player. Okay, you, you just said he was a shiny, well, big name signing. They he's thought big, he... he is a big name player. He's not in the same stratosphere as Judge or as Degrom or as Scherzer. He's an all star. 
All right, 617-779-7937. So is Brock Holt. Is Trevor Story a star player, Nick? Yeah, he is. Thank you. He's, 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 he's a, a very well-known baseball player. Superstar, no. Star, star right. yes. I'm saying We had our star. K cards day one. I was out there handing them out. You were not. You shirked your duties. It's story time. That was day one of the season. I mean, is that the day you said 162-0? and 0? <laughs> Yes. I was half tanked at the cask, and then things were looking good early. <laughs> if half tanked was an excuse, my whole life would be fine. <laughs> All right, we're late again. Stay on the clock, damn it. Time for trending. Speaking of owners, I would like some actual reaction. Are you upset that John Henry didn't speak this week? That the owners weren't present, or do you? Is it more of an ownership problem with the Red Sox, or is it a management? Should problem? Should we have Mr. Henry speak on his behalf? Whose problem was it this year with the Red Sox? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Call Andrew, our new uh, board op producer extraordinary. He's going to take your phone calls. And Kraft, because Kraft is meddling, and it is something to behold over in Foxborough. I love it. But first, here's trending. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas. Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. I mean, just because of the timing uh, of his free agency. Um, obviously, until we get after the World Series, there's a lot of other things that we can plan for but not do. Um, you know, the you know, this is something we can work on right away. Do you hope to get a deal done before he can opt out? Yeah, I mean, look, that's that's no different from where we've been. Our position hasn't changed on that. I know, you know, I've said this before. Nothing I say really matters uh, unless there's a deal. Um, but our position's been the same, that we want to we wanna keep him here for a long time. We want him here on a deal that, you know, we're going to look back on and say this is great for everybody. Um, you know, we see what happens. We just... We just uh, got, 
got to the end of one of those with JD, and I think everybody, uh, you know, can feel that that one worked out for everybody involved, and we want to build around him and win with him. There he is, the man under the gun. That's Hein uh, Bloom at the postseason press conference. And good point by a texture, by the way, Curtis. I'm always on the text line, as you know, 37937. 617 texture. I don't get why Red Sox and John Henry are the only ownership group that gets blamed for not speaking. When's the last time Jeremy Jacobs or Robert Kraft sat at the podium? Henry outspends uh, by miles uh, each and every year. Pats are in the middle of the lower ending spending. Oh, don't get Curtis started on the lower end of the Patriots spending. But anyway. Uh, to say that I give the Patriots ownership a pass I think would be a mistake. But Robert Kraft spoke in March at the owners' meetings. He speaks annually. Henry used to speak at the spring training dais and then at the conclusion of the season. That used to be his status. Before, I mean, in 04, 05, 06, he was speaking regularly. Mm. But that at least is more. I mean, that's been the standard, which is what we hold Kraft to. The Jacobs were just at the press conference when they fired uh, Cassidy. I believe it was Charlie, Jeremy. I mean, it was the son and the father, I think. They might have spoken in media day as well. I don't know. Did they, Nick? Bruins Media Day Jacobs? is not yet. Uh, it's happening coming up oh, soon. Oh, it's the next week? Okay. Yeah. So, but I, the season starts this week. I got an email from the Bruins saying, Oh, is it this me- week? Media, media Day is coming up. All right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm like the insider. I always get the first question at Bruins Media Day. Yeah, you are right. I mean, it would be nice to see John Henry and Tom Warner sit down before the year as they used to. Warner has talked to, to us and others. Warner right. is around. And, and, and this is more, if you want to compare organizational leadership, the Red Sox are number one in Boston, maybe tied with the Celtics, but... We've had Sam Kennedy, what, what one, one and a half times a month the whole season. Jonathan Kraft used to do that across the street. He no longer does. You don't hear from Jonathan ever. So they're, they're more open. I definitely would say that. It's also a much longer season, whatever. Who cares? But th- the fact remains that as a leader, you don't come out when you beat the Rays in the divisional series and then hide when you have a very disappointing season. He didn't really come out. He was around the team. He was on the field <laughs> celebrating, talking to the <laughs> well, media. Okay, celebrating his team's victory that day. He Over was, the Rays in the He was around run? at the end of the year, as you pointed out, visible, hanging around High Bloom, putting the pressure on as he should. Well, hang, I saw him once. That's the only reason I knew he was in town, because Shaughnessy tweeted out the picture. Uh, 860 texter. High Bloom is the one and only problem he destroyed the team. And you know who you hold accountable for that? The guy who hired him. Yeah, well, he might hold him accountable soon. I mean, I, I really think there's a chance he gets fired Bloom, if, this okay, offseason. This is why the Red Sox should have just stuck with Dave Dombrowski. This, you, you well, can't. that whole thing is so bizarre. Again, they gave Dombrowski a lot of money, said, do what you're going to do with it. And he was wildly successful. He was successful, but then he signed Sale and Avaldi. They got upset about it, and they blamed him for doing what he, they allowed him to do. Right. And, but they turned out to be right on the sale thing. We, we agree on that. But here's the issue. You can't be schizophrenic, especially when you're preaching development and, and roster building in, in that way. Because this is why the AFC East in a different sport has sucked for 20 years. Because they'll get a new coach, they'll give him two or three years, and then he's fired. Then you get the other coach, two or three, and nobody ever has a chance to establish who they are. In baseball, you can overcome that more easily because you can spend if you're really rich no matter what. And that's what the Red Sox have done. But that's why I said at the deadline, if Haim wanted to move on from Vasquez and Duvaldi and J.D., which I believe he wanted to do, then let him do it. Either give him the keys to the car or don't. Well, yeah, and then they so they put their finger in the air and took the pulse of the fan. Which is what they're going to do this offseason, and they're going to wildly spend for a certain player or two. 
It's a get, real, yeah. I mean, they're, you agree they're going to bring Bogarts back. They yes. now put themselves in a corner where they have to. Right, and then they'll they'll they'll. I think they'll do Devers and Bogarts. This but that's offseason. the same team that just finished in last place. Exactly, and it still needs a closer. It still needs a first baseman. It still needs you know. I don't think Hosmer's the answer. Sorry. Well, they have Cassis. I mean, Tristan Cassis has has popped. The only positives at the end of the year were Cassis and Bayo. My and, man. Baby Pedro. So they have a couple pieces there coming. There were Mets fans last night saying, I'd trade Scherzer for Bayo right now. <laughs> I think you're right, actually, based on last night. But I look at this Red Sox team, and they are not close. The division is far better than it's ever been, and it's been pretty good for a while. See, again, but then you get the narrative, 978 texter, ownership only cares about saving money. And that Bloom is doing exactly what he was hired to do. Right. Again, look at the payroll. Is Henry spending? The answer is yes. Not his fault. Let's blame you, the like, guy who has the money to spend and is doing a bad job with it. Ken. They signed James Paxton for $25 bucks. He didn't pitch this year. And they have an option for next year. I don't even understand it. Okay. I don't care about those types of contracts. How, why do you not care about money that is misspent? Because that's not what I'm talking about. That'd be like looking at the United States, you know, debt that we're in and say, how much did we spend on new, you know, trash bags? Well, Twenty five totally million dollars is a pretty significant slice it's of, a the, drop of the in money. The bucket. Same with Trevor Story. They That's got, fifty million dollars. They got fifteen million off the books right now from having David Price no longer having to be paid by them. Boom, gone. Seventeen million for Yavaldi. Gone. JD Martinez, what was he making? Gone. Yep. There's a lot of money there. Yes. Okay, yes. So, so Bloom's gonna they'll allow Bloom to spend that money and reinvest. Do you doubt there'll be a top five payroll team again next year? Ken, if you give your wife money to go to the store and you send her to, you know, uh, Gucci. Target. She's going to come out with expensive things. If you if you tell your wife to go to Market Basket and you got 60 bucks to spend, it's different. I don't think he's telling him where to go. He's giving him the money and saying, go where you want. I disagree completely. And Bloom loves the bargain shopping. So he is going to Target. So why do you think he's he hired hired Johnny Schreiber. So why did he hire a bargain shopper after firing Dave Dombrowski? Um, I think was it just coincidental? There was a there was a recollaboration. I will agree. They felt like collaboration the, to me means work together. They is that wanted right? to rebuild the system, which is not a bad thing. To, to after want, hiring a guy to, to totally remove the system, I think they felt he went too far, or they just felt the sale signing was irresponsible. Or they put their finger know. in the air and yeah, they're like, "Oh no, yeah. we need to change." They did, but I think they might need to change again. Do you, do you know what kind of a parent puts their finger in the air when they return to the house after being away? That's the guy that's like, oh, my God, I have to overcorrect. I feel guilty. I haven't been here. I have to do something. Mm-hmm. The, the parent that's there every day knows what's going on. Is this a Tom Brady on. discussion? Or? Uh, no, it is not Tom Brady. I was actually speaking on behalf of Maya. I think we need to get an intervention. Uh, no, I, 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 <laughs> I'm home too much for her liking. Uh, anyway, kindergarten looks like it's going great. She's doing great. As is young James. Oh, yeah, he's killing it. He's Very already good. in second grade, so look out. Um, but it's this situation <laughs> is what someone who is invested in many other places does. You agree with me, Ken, at the Rarely. at the core of this situation, that John Henry's goal in finding a guy like Heim Bloom is to get a more cost effective, that maintenance free type of a system. Whereas Dombrowski was kept asking for more money. We need to go go spend money after bad whatever. We're going to use cash to fix the problem. Yeah. Whereas with Heim Bloom, well, the, the goal is that you are able to build your system to the point where if you don't you know, get players major league ready, you can use these prospects that are top end to acquire talent from younger uh, younger talent from 
like the Royals or the you know the teams that don't have as much money. Yes, that that's the plan. So that they it want to contend require, every year. They want a yearly contender. They that want makes to be the like playoffs. the Yankees in every, the last twenty years. Half the teams in the league make the playoffs now. For the, you not to be in this year is embarrassing. How many last place finishes has John Henry had as owner of the Red Sox I with the payroll bunch. that he's had? Right. He's so, got to be embarrassed by that. Right. And so, so he's he, not happy. We agree. Henry's not happy. He might make changes. And here's what he. But he was he hired Heim Bloom. Because John Henry has his attention in many places, yep. and Heim's system requires less meddling when done effectively. Okay, I buy that. So he wanted to have his hands off Great. because he didn't want to be hands-on like he was with Dombrowski spending sure. all this money. But then you've got to hold the guy accountable at some point and say, get the job done. If it's not this year, this is the, is, he is definitely on the hot seat. Can we agree on that? I don't know. How do I, how do I, I have no idea what John Henry thinks. I haven't heard a word out of him. I think you heard from him by not showing up and putting those guys on the dais to face the music, which I don't disagree with. But that's with. every year. They've never not done that. Every team does that. 617 Texter says the ticket prices should be lowered, even at the risk of upping the Nesson cost. Um, it's, it, you know, that was stunning, actually, to hear Sam admit they're going to raise prices at that season-ending presser. Well, I asked him on, this show, on uh, the Greg Hill Show, yeah. are you going to lower ticket prices? And he went on this, like, soliloquy about dynamic <laughs> pricing. It's like, I got... I don't, they're in a spot, though. I don't know but what. Sam is what are they going to do? They're Sam not, is from here. I believe Sam to be a decent person, a good guy. He's, I, he's always been good to me. When you when you are from here, how do you talk like that, thinking that people will accept it? I mean, I guess he was truthful. If you want to give him credit, he could have just punted on it and announced it in the shadow of December. But, 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 but isn't there a meeting at Fenway Park where they're like, guys, this would be really good PR for us to say, <laughs> we're, you know, the, the tickets have been overpriced for what we put on the field. We're going to do this sort of new pricing, whatever. What was? Uh, the, did you follow the attendance end of the year? Like in terms of, I mean, those tickets were sold and not no shows. Did they lose money? I wonder really how ownership is viewing the oh, end yeah. of well, the year. Oh yeah, well the season ticket base has been cut dramatically. Yeah, it used to be my dad had tickets forever. If even the day of the game we could get over face. Now you're you. He stopped buying them because you couldn't get rid of them. You were just eating all these games. But I don't know what they can do. This off season, that's going to bring, like the you know the the. Buzz. I have an idea. Go ahead. Judge L- lower ticket prices. No, that's not going to do much. You don't think it would? Ah, the college ticket thing was a, is a hit. How many families that are listening to the show right now love the Red Sox but don't have four hundred bucks to just willy nilly take their family of four to the game? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not the easiest thing to to you know to get into the city to park. And, yeah, but mostly people want a winner. They want to come and watch. You know, but, a good but, team, but and they're we not going to be the convinced show there, that Ken, in August. bringing the team back. We were doing the show in August, mm-hmm. September. Yeah. We'd leave a couple hours before the game. The restaurants were relatively full. There yep. were people there. I mean, it's still a fun place to go, especially if you have young kids. They don't know if the team's in contention or not. Yeah. All right, that's one team in town. With the ownership not showing up this week, I think it's interesting. If you'd like to weigh in, 617-779-7937. But I do want to talk about Kraft here. And the Patriots are now 1-3. and three. It's uh, the zappening, or whatever uh, Mutt's calling it at night. Um, last night, so one of the one guy called uh, Snappy Zappy or something. I don't know. Mud had a bunch of nicknames last night. Good listen, Mud at night as always on your Friday night. So it's Zappy, and it's the one and three Lions, the big revenge game. But the whole season has been a little strange in the fact that Kraft is getting his word out through sources. Curtis, would you agree with this that it's been? Uh, when did that begin? did that begin? Well, he called Stephen A. Smith directly after the Brady departure. Uh, was it that on wasn't the air? even. I guess maybe he probably didn't want Stephen A. to say. During the commercial <laughs> breaks, he called. I'm sure they would have put him on live. Yeah. Well, okay, so we had the first one was the Kendrick Bourne displeasure. 
which was so crazy. Which he's right about. Oh, I, I still agree. don't understand why he's not in the field. But I was. I think Tom Curran said it at the time, and he's right. I was gobsmacked when I saw that report. That was Tom Curran on Gresham Keefe, who said, basically, he's hearing Robert Kraft is not happy that Bourne's not playing, and he's going to play a lot more this week. Right, Gresham Keefe were like, let's stop talking about it that. Caught the eye. It, no, it caught the eye of the owner. And then we had this week Bill Simmons on his podcast – you have this cut, Nick? This is what he said about Kraft and Zappy. One thing I heard, as you know, I have some Pat's birdies. Kraft mm. loves Zappy. Oh. And Kraft thought he should have started this week over Hoyer. He's like all in on Zappy. So this is something, right? This is this is something to watch. So what does Bill think about this? Is this Bill on the hot seat from Kraft? I would feel I a mean, lot better, and I'm not I'm sure Bill Simmons was told that. I'd feel a lot better if somebody reported that before Zappi looked good. Yeah, he looked okay. I don't say he looked like an all-star. It's easy to say that Kraft loves Zappi over Hoyer <laughs> when Zappi comes in and looks good after Hoyer goes out. Hoyer was moving the team. I don't, it's unfortunate. Wynn uh, got uh, him killed. It is, yeah, he does suck. He was 5 of 6 or something, wasn't he? he what a draft that, that was. Wynn and Michelle. What a debacle. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, they didn't give him any help either, which is dumb. If you know Isaiah Wynn is there by himself. Oh, they eventually put it in. It was a cannon, right? Well, yeah, they started putting cannon in a little too late. Uh, I, listen, I don't understand they, why they picked I mean, up Zappi that option. got crushed by uh, Wynn got, getting beat in the first half. Uh, lost that was the end of Wynn being on the field. But that was the last play? It was Rashawn Gary? So. Gary was just blowing past him, like total turnstile. I give Trent Brown credit because Wynn and Brown seem to be in the same spot, frustrated at the start of uh, training camp. And Trent Brown has turned it around. I don't know whether Dante gave him a call. It wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's been great and solidified the left side of the line. But my God. Isaiah Wynn has been a walking, just dumpster fire. But do you like Kraft getting involved? I love it. Contrary to John Henry, who's now I love absent it. owner, he's letting his he's letting his money do the talking. Kraft is is involved more right. so than ever. And this really because I sort of vacillated with the um, the commentary that Kraft had in Florida at the owners' meetings where he demanded we basically said they need to win a playoff game this year in so many words. Mm-hmm. And I think Gasper and others at the time said it was performative that Kraft says that because he knows the fans want to hear that type of thing. Yeah. But now that we have several other instances, whether it be Zappi or Kendrick Bourne or whatever else, I feel like Kraft is legitimately pissed. Kraft used to dominate this town. He used to dominate the landscape of the NFL. I watched Patriots All Access last night. I know, not a big night at the Curtis House. <laughs> um, what did and, James think of it? Oh, my God. He was like, God, Burton, ask a tough question for once. <laughs> Um, but pregame, Kraft is like dapping these people, and it just looked awkward. Like, but I don't think he's pissed. That's what I mean. When I see him, he doesn't look like he's angry throwing things in the press box. Well, what, Cam Neely they, style. They only show the Krafts after a touchdown. They never show the owners after a bad play. Yeah, I guess. I don't if he's sitting with Mike Tyson, right? I but mean, you think? I mean, maybe you're right. I mean, the fact that he's talking to Bill Simmons or you know talking to whoever about Kendrick Bourne, Tom Curran. If you thought the Brady Belichick divorce was ugly, it will have. Nothing on the Kraft Belichick. You think so? If it gets ugly, oh well, yeah, that's a big if, right? It's not there yet, but we are starting to see some cracks here now. I mean, we're we're two weeks away from Belichick putting his house on the market. Kraft said he loves Zappy and wanted Zappy to start over Hoyer. That, like, what you, have you heard? We that? went twenty years without hearing anything. I know. Right, let's take a call before we get uh, into more of this. Darren and Belmont back on the Red Sox. Hi, Darren. 
Well, there's a quick thing. What will happen to Bill if we go one and four after this week, if we lose to Detroit? Oh. And that's going to be a big goal. I don't even want to think about what that will be. If Dan Campbell um, comes into Gillette Stadium. Jared Goof, the guy who won you a Super Bowl in the last appearance. Oh, man. By the way, Stephon Gilmore, why can't we get players like him? Yeah. My God, looks good for the yeah, Colts. Good. Yeah, he made a big interception. My feeling about the Red Sox, I agree with you. The ticket prices should come down. But if they build a winner with the right players and with some stardom on it, the fans will always come back to this team. And I, I disagree with it. They'll always pay the ticket price if the team is performing with stars. Good point. And without, stars and without stars, without having the name players and not filling the whole roster with the Royals and Hernandez and that stuff and being able to somewhat compete, it's star names. This town is about stars from every sports franchise we have. And I'm a fan of all sports teams, and I love the name of a star, and I love watching stars perform. So... That's my two cents. Good call, Darren. No, a lot of good points there. And I think what what this team always has had, Ken, whether it was David Ortiz, Kurt Schilling, Pedro Martinez, Manny Ramirez, then in 07, they sort of had a, a dip in 06, if you remember. Then they signed Dice K, and everybody's like, woo, we got the you know the gyro ball. Everything's going crazy. And then it's in 20, you know, 13, they get Lackey. 2014, they go after... Um, you know, they go after David Price. Not huge after- stars, but Bradford said this to me, that it used to be the Red Sox, when they wanted a player, they would get that job done. Right. And he's right about that. Now they're saying, well, we're going to sign Bogarts, we're going to sign Devers. Where, you know, show me the evidence. Where is it? Yeah. And, and guys that you were in on last offseason, in on, weren't, weren't close. They weren't even close to getting the job done. No, it, it wasn't even close in that they didn't call them back. They didn't even get a last and final offer. And call them back, according to Rob. In his reporting, they after the lockout, they didn't even talk to Schwarber. They, there was supposedly some offer, but they never called him. According to Schwarber, I guess Schwarber himself said they never called him. He never talked to my agent, so they weren't even interested. Like Bloom, Bloom didn't want him. That was an that was a Bloom organizational philosophy. I don't want this guy. We're going bargain shopping. But Schwarber was his carrot the year before. <laughs> it's we, so you went nuts saying Curtis, you're killing High and Bloom. Yeah, it was a Look, great he trade. Brought in Schwarber. Well, like this texture says, at the time he was a bargain. He was cheap. He was a trade cheap trade so deadline acquisition. You, so what, therefore, he loved him. What prospect that was so good that the that the Red Sox got with accepting Jackie Bradley's full contract? Oh, what another mess! The whole Renfro Bradley thing, which but, I think was politically driven, right? Which is so. Uh, is that Heim Bloom? Maybe Ken? that's not Bloom. I don't blame Bloom as much for that one. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. One more thing with the Patriots ownership stuff. Now, I heard a little uh, birdie myself. We'll t- continue to take your calls on the Red Sox, but I heard a birdie about something else. The Crafts love, Ooh. and I want to run that past you next. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I after the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? 
Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. We're back. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Nice job, Nick. This is Ken and Curtis. Who do you think about when you hear this song? Who do I think about? 2013 Red Sox. Oh. No, on the 2013 Red Sox, there was a player who had a big postseason, and they used to play this for each of his at-bats. Huge game six, bases loaded, bases clearing double. Yep. I don't remember that. This is his his theme song? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. this is his walk-up. Thank you. Okay. Good job, Curtis. I was drinking at the time. Still remember. Um... By the way, listen to us on your smart speaker. Are you smart, a smart speaker guy? Uh, I, I listen to it on my hardy uh, iPhone, the great Odyssey app, which works perfectly. Well, that's great, too. But just say play 93.7 WEI anytime this weekend, and boom, the smart speaker pops up and it starts playing. Love you it. got Fitzy and Hart after us, the Six Rings guys, and then Brad Fush show 4 to 6 today. And then BC football tonight against Clemson in primetime, 7 o'clock, the red bandana game. Can I just have one second on that? Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome uh, stuff. If you want to find it online, just Google Dabo, Dabo, Dabo Sweeney. How do you pronounce Dabo? Dabo. Dabo. Dabo Sweeney, uh, Red Bandana. He, he, you can hate Clemson all you want. I get it. You know, I hope BC beats them by 30 tonight. You can't hate that guy. He is so – there's a sit-down he has with Wells' parents. Wells' dad has since passed. Um, just talking about how he showed the team the Tom Rinaldi special, which is so phenomenal about who Wells Crowther was, who he – Became on 9-11, the lives he saved, and uh, just really cool guy who just genuinely genuinely gets it. And since my time at BC, this has really taken on a life of its own. Wells Crowther graduated in 99. My sister graduated in 99 as well. And there was this small sort of group of people that knew of Wells and knew of his story. And after the Rinaldi special, it really sort of ballooned, obviously. And now everybody at BC gets a red bandana when they get to school, and I think there are a lot of mistakes made by Boston College, and I'm very quick to point them out. But w- the way they have embraced Wells's story and uh, what it means and signifies for the school and for the country has been pretty cool. And you're calling for an outright straight-up win tonight. Yeah, BC, I was at, I think maybe my last BC game. It was 2013 because it was the weekend of the ALCS uh, Tigers-Red Sox. And BC beat USC in the red bandana game. Will Farrell was on the sideline. And it came out of nowhere. BC won that game, and nobody had them winning it. So I'm calling for another straight-up upset. Great. So take the money line pick. I mean, I can't bet Massachusetts till the Super Bowl, so that's out of luck. Sounds like maybe even March Madness. I don't know. Mutt was going off on that last night, too. Where does Mutt stand on that? Uh, he hates gambling. <laughs> oh. Not a fan. Hates horse racing, too. He's turned on the industry totally. Yeah. Thinks I, they mistreat the ponies. I agree. Santa Anita, really doing well. Now, I'll get to my craft intel in a second. Uh, we've started the show talking a lot of Red Sox. And really, whose fault is it that they finished in last and are missing out on the playoffs right now? And what should they do, most importantly, I guess, what do you want to see them do in the offseason? What should they do? How can they fix this? I think if you asked one thing, everybody would say Fireheim Bloom. He might have the lowest popularity of any front office exec in Boston. I think you're right. I'm coming around on that. Jack and Southie. Hi, Jack. Hi. Hey, good morning. Um, yeah, you know it's a productive weekend when I'm 
hung over and calling the Ken and Curtis show. So this is rock bottom. This is rock bottom. No, 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 it's good. I got two two important parts out of the way. You know. All right. Good. Um, anyway, anyway, so just wanted to discuss briefly my my uh, realistic ex- expectations or not expectations, but my realistic, I guess, dream Red Sox offseason. Um, so for me, that starts with re-sign Bogey, which I think, as you said, is going to happen just because of the fan backlash. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to get something done. Hopefully they extend Devers as well. Maybe not now, but at some point soon. Um, I think they should, however, beyond that, prioritize pitching. That was a serious problem, especially with injuries and whatnot. Uh, maybe go after someone like a Chris Bassett, maybe a Rodon or even a, Jay, a Justin Verlander. I don't know, something interesting like that. I know. Um, uh, Jack, take a look at, uh, real quick yeah. on that, Jack, because I totally agree, but – Talking to baseball people, they think there's no chance of that. Chris Bassett's 33, and they really? won't sign him. They will not sign guys in their 30s for long-term deals and big money. So it's like not, it's there's not even a chance of it. Interesting. I, uh, I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, how old is Rodon? Uh, I don't know. Maybe look, go after him. I mean, there's got to be someone. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of good free agent starting pitchers. They should go after him. If they, if they don't want anyone in their 30s, then that kind of limits the options. So. Yeah, I mean, um, where would the Red Sox be if they didn't acquire Schilling? Like, I, it seems like right. such a stupid uh, yeah, way to to set yourself up to limitations that don't exist. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, no, that's just silly. I think they will if, like, Bogarts now. They're saying, okay, he's got the intangibles. He's a team leader. We're going to make an exception. We're going to sign him. No, they're going to sign him because they think it'll give them value in people to the seats. It'll it'll engender some loyalty from the fan base. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. But yeah. just a straight up, yeah, that's accurate. Mercenary signing for Chris Bassett is not happening. I mean. But you're right, Jack. They need some because if they'll you get someone, I think. I think they'll either make a trade or they'll sign like yeah. a two-year deal, like a short-term deal for a probably. Pitcher. Yeah, maybe Waka again or something. Who knows? Then get some bullpen help. Maybe go after Will Smith or Taylor Rogers. And then that's all I got to say. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Jack. Jack. That's a good call for a hungover guy. That's pretty good. I feel like every year they should sign a pitcher who won't pitch until the next year, and then at a certain point they'll have five <laughs> starters that are ready to go. Okay, so here's the intel, and this is from. A high-level source. Not really. But somebody I think knows what's going on. You might have been present for this conversation. I don't know. The Crafts love Patricia, and he is the coach in waiting. There is a sentiment of that. I, I have and heard I, that. I, that is such nonsense. But do you not believe it? I, I think I believe it. Do you ever have a, find out a story about a good friend, and you're like, I can't. I pray to God this isn't true. Like, is your whole view of that person would change if what your buddy's telling you about him, like what he did two nights ago, and you're like, no, I can't. I will not accept that as a no, God, please, no. <laughs> you but know what I'm talking about, right? Well, I know, but and I'll bring it up. It's a loose report. It's really not a report. And by the way, Nick, perfect drop for that situation. <laughs> exactly how I feel. But this is Patricia weekend, right? Okay, we're gonna need more wax. It's either Detroit's getting revenge on him for ruining their franchise for three years, or Patricia's Patriots are getting revenge on Detroit. I don't know. Somehow it's being spun that way. It's a Patriots revenge game. But is there a, a real chance that that's what's happening here? I cannot that the crafts accept it. made Bill bring him back. No, because they're, and they're good protecting friends. him. I don't say Bill's against it, but is that the next coach? Is Patricia their guy? I mean, if you want to see... I don't know how long it took Rome to be <laughs> just totally, you know, a waste wasteland after their dominance in the Roman Empire. But to replace Bill Belichick with Matt Patricia would be the coaching version of replacing Tom Brady with Cam Newton. It's the fall of Constantinople. It's the end of the Roman Empire right there. I mean, Istanbul used to be Constantinople. <laughs> but I'm serious, like it's it's re, it's not it's Road not show, crazy. Roadshow, Constantinople. 
Why would we go a road show? I don't there? know. I mean, we're just oh, yeah. stopping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The next Greg Hill road yeah. show? Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. A lot of young chicks. <laughs> um, oh, no. The, the But this situation here, it, that's right. It, going from Brady to Cam Newton is like going from Belichick to Patricia. Higher Q rating. Hein Bloom or Matt Patricia? Pudge's dump has a higher <laughs> oh, Q rating than Matt geez. Patricia. All right. More on this coming up. It's hour two of Ken and Curtis. Could we you, got your calls on the Red people Sox. People would revolt if they hired Matt Patricia as the head coach. But I think there's a real chance of that. I, what more, in God's name? I would just have a simple question. That. Why? Okay, well, I, will, I will answer that question for you. From the Patriots' standpoint, why? Next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.